everybody, what's going on? It's your man, Easy Ali. Of course, I'm here with my man, D-Dub. What's going on? What's going on? episode of Coverage Season Podcast. Um, Let's get straight into it, of course. We are in the midst of the first week of the NFL season, man. Um, NFL is back. Um, We had, of course, our Thursday night game. Um, The defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, going up against the Houston Texans. Um, D-Dub, man, what, what were your thoughts, man, on the Kansas City Chiefs? It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. The Kansas City Chiefs came in and literally picked apart the Houston Texans uh, piece by piece. Um, defensively and offensively, the, uh, the Chiefs are exactly who they thought we were. They continued exactly where they left off last year. Like, they didn't even win a championship. Like, they're starving. Um, the interchangeable pieces offensively, um, you can you can see uh, uh, it's going to be very hard for a lot of teams to just um, pick apart the offense and, and be able to double team one or two guys. Um, it's going to hurt them, and it's, to face this Chiefs team, I'm going to a lot of these teams are going to have to play man to man coverage all the time. Um, but I mean, granted, there are other schemes that these teams can run, but uh, you you can you can see uh, if they if the Chiefs really put the the pedal to the metal, this easily could have been like a fifty a fifty to like fifteen game if they really wanted to. Yeah, I, I think that's the best part about this game. And I mean, if you're really looking at it, I feel like you know they kind of just chilled out. You know, in the middle of the third quarter, I felt like you know they they knew the game was in the bag and you know it was over. I mean, they you know they, their offense was just running so smoothly. Um, you know, it just had so much flow to it. Um, and, and, you know, everybody has been talking about, uh, you know, their running game the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt left, it's like they didn't miss a beat. And you had a guy in, like, this rookie, Claude Edwards, Hilaire, Hilaire LSU. Yep. I mean, damn, he, you know, he, he, he really did his thing. You know, he had uh, 25 rushing attempts for 138 yards and a score. Um, I think, you know, their offense just flowed so smoothly and, and you know, just like you said, man, it could have been a fifty point game if they if they really wanted it to be. Uh, I you know, I think they, they're just that good, you know. And yeah, and um Sam you know, shout out to Sam Sammy Watkins on having a great game, seven seven receptions, eighty two yards and a T D. Um he he was the favorable target of the night for Pat for Pat Mahomes. Um, but he wasn't the only target. Uh Pat Mahomes was able to get it to several different receivers in mo- multiple times. It, it, it's incredible. The off, the amount of offensive weapons that they have is absolutely astonish, you know, astonishing. You, you know, between Watkins, Kelsey, Hill, Robinson, and Williams, uh, and now you have, you know, uh, Edwards Hilaire in the backfield that is just the beginning uh, of what this Chiefs offense is going to be capable of. And it's going to be scary. It's going yeah, to be scary. And to me, one thing that, of course, I, I thought was, uh, you know, not really talked about a lot was their defense, man. I think their defense played really well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, Frank Clark, that damn, that damn tuck he do. You know, he do that little tuck uh, and push uh, over yeah. the edge. I mean, damn, I mean, he, he, got a, he got a lot of speed coming off the edge. And we saw him, you know, time and time again. Uh, you know, uh, Titus Howard had trouble with him last, last uh, Thursday night, and he could not guard him. And and Deshaun Watson was running for his life completely. Um, but you know, uh, uh enough of the uh the uh 
Kansas City Chiefs. Let's let's briefly talk about the Houston Texans, who pretty much looked like they were falling apart by the quarter. Um, you know, they had that very promising first drive where David Johnson looked like David Johnson from 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, you saw he had that 19 yard touchdown run, which was his biggest run in four years. So, um, you know, they looked really good and then they just, you know, they just was flat for the rest of the game. Um, and, and, and to me, I think the, you know, everybody's been talking about, uh, their moves on offense this off season, you know, DeAndre Hopkins uh, leaving and, and, and being traded to the Cardinals and uh, picking up Brandon Cooks, who was a non-factor, and Randall Cobb, who was pretty much a non-factor as well. Um, to me, I think the biggest thing was they didn't do anything to that defense. Uh, that secondary was horrible um, um, for, the, for uh, the Texans. Vernon Hargraves did not play well. Uh, Justin Reed didn't play well. I mean, they just they, they struggled. They couldn't cover anybody man-to-man. -man. And like you alluded to earlier with the Kansas City Chiefs, if you try to double them, you're going to pay. So, you know, they, they just suffered on defense. And to me, I think they haven't done anything to, to address their defensive woes, you know, this uh, this past offseason. And it clearly showed in the first in the first week. No, you're absolutely right. And um, when it comes to this Kansas, sorry, this Houston, this Houston team, I think they're still struggling to find their their identity. I mean, after the whole, uh, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, uh, um, it, it, it continue. We we continue to see uh, uh, that they're they're, they're continue to grow. Um, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, David Johnson. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that he had, you know, he was able to do some things in this game. It was. It wasn't really all his. It's not, it wasn't his fault. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, he had, you know, 11 carries or 77 yards. And I think that it's just a preclude of what he's going to, you know, bring for this team. Um, I think for him, it's, you know, just a warm-up, uh, 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 not being able to, you know, play consistently. And now that he's, you know, completely healthy, I think we're going to see more from him. But I think this team does need to develop a lot more. Um they're yeah, still and, trying to and, figure and, out how to operate without DeAndre on defense, Hopkins. On defense, you know, they tried to add guys. You know, I said I mentioned Vernon Hargraves earlier, and you know, they added Bradley Roby to that to that secondary. Um, to me, I just think they need more, man. They they need some type of uh playmaker in that secondary to really help them. You know, we know about JJ Watt, we know about Whitney Merciless up front, we know about Scarlett, the new uh the new middle linebacker for them. Uh, you know, after playing well at the end of last year, uh, Brennan Scarlett, you know, so we know he's a he's a guy who can make plays. Zach Cunningham, who is making plays for them a little bit. Um, you know, we know they got guys in the front seven that can play. But to me, they definitely need to do something with that with that secondary and, and add something uh, because they're sorely lacking. And if you look at their schedule, um, you know, for for Houston, uh, you do not want to be going into week into week two going up against uh going up against the Ravens and your secondary is playing like that because Lamar Jackson and those guys are going to torture them you know you look at their schedule they got the Ravens next week they got the uh the Steelers the week after that so you're going to play two two tough games um after losing to the Chiefs and you just you know you have to make sure that your guys can at least compete with their receivers to give you a chance because if if Deshaun Watson's running for his life on offense, you better be able to stop the other team from scoring if you want to have a chance to win the game. No, 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 you're absolutely right. And um, 
I, I, like, like I said, I think that the Texans are, the, it's only the first game. Um, and like I said, they're still trying to find that identity offensively, defensively. They got a lot of work to do. Um, but with that, let's go on, let's go on to our next segment. Uh, top five games of the week. It's been a while, Ali. It's been a while since we had all this football going on. And of course, it's the first week. This is the first fresh five of the 2020 NFL season. The odd 2020 NFL season. The odd 2020. The, the, the bubble season. Right. You're definitely right. It's been a long time coming. And, you know, for a while we weren't even sure if we were going to get, um, you know, a 2020 NFL season. But um, let's get right into it. Top five games of the week. Um, Atlanta and Seattle, man. Um, this is going to be a big game. Atlanta has uh, some new weapons. Um, Devontae Freeman has been swapped out for Todd Gurley. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, of course, is gone after last season being traded to the Patriots. So Calvin Ridley starts the season officially as the number two guy. We, of course, know about Julio Jones, who's a bad, bad man on offense. Um, what are your thoughts, man? You know, they, they lost Austin Hooper. I'm in free agency. They got the new guy, Hayden Hurst, who seems to to, to be, uh, you know, the, the top guy for them now at that tight end position. Um, Matt Ryan has been a pretty damn good quarterback in, in throughout his career. Um, do you think they come out on top and, and, and they could beat uh, Seattle this week, man? Um I I don't I don't I don't see it happening. Um, I think Seattle d- does what they do best, and they go they go they go into Atlanta and they go and get this win. Um, Russell Russell Wilson is on a mission. Um, granted, you know uh, 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 they, they they fell on hard times last year, but I I think week one they're they're, they're on a mission. Uh, Pete Carroll and these guys offensively, I think they're gonna be they're going to uh, be able to take on the this, these Falcons and, and come out with a win. I do think that the Falcons just don't. I don't think they're just gonna lay down and take and take a beating. Um, it is a new a, a reinforced backfield with um, Gurley there being in Atlanta, and I, and I think that's going to give them a lot of positive reinforcement um, offensively. But defensively, will they be able to stop uh, 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 this Seattle offense? We're talking about a returning DK Metcalf, and and also you you're going to have um, his other offensive weapon in um, uh, uh, Tyler Lockett, and uh, with the return of. Um, no, uh, uh, Gordon. Uh, G- Gordon is back. Um, he is with the team. So uh, with his familiarity, he did come up big in the playoffs. Um, I, I, I think, I, I think, I think Seattle, Seattle takes this. Um, I'm excited to see them hit the field again. I, I want, I really want to see DK. Yeah, uh, yeah, do his yeah thing. I definitely agree with you. Um, I think that um, if you're looking at it, um, Seattle is just a more complete team. Last year, uh, you know, all last year, I pretty much said that Russell Wilson was my MVP. Um, I, I still stand by it. He, he's that damn good. Um, he can really will your team to victory, and that's what you want in your quarterback. And like you said, Jeff, uh, having uh, Gordon come back is huge um, for the team. Um, it gives him a little bit of consistency, something that he hasn't had in his seat in his career for a little while. Um, so that's going to help him a little bit. And then, of course, you got DK Metcalf, like you said. You still got Tyler Lockett in the slot that can make moves. Um, you got Chris Carson in the backfield. Um, you got Will Disley, who's coming back from injury. So at, on offense, they're doing pretty good. 
Now, on defense, yes, we know they lost uh, Jadavian Clowney to the Titans and free agency. Um, but it's 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 the Seahawks. Um, we know what to expect from them on defense. Um, I think uh, with Bobby Wagner in the middle of the defense, he can quarterback any defense into being uh, competent. So uh, I, I like what they got going on. On the uh, on the other side, though, is you know the corner uh, the secondary is what I'm a little concerned with um, with the Seahawks. But with the addition of Jamal Adams to that secondary, it's a, it, it gives me a little bit better hope uh, for them in the secondary. Um, so you know they still got Shaq Griffin back there. Um, but I, I like Jamal Adams coming in. I think he helps the secondary because I think that's where they've really been struggling. Seattle the last couple of seasons has been, uh, you know, covering guys. So to mm -hmm. me, I, 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 that's the only thing that, that has me concerned. But I do think they come out uh, against the Falcons, and I think they win this game 31-17. Okay. Oh, wait, oh, you think the Falcons are going to win, or you think Seattle's going to win? Seattle, oh, no, right? Seattle wins. Yeah, Seattle okay. wins. 31-17. Okay, 31-17. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and me for me, I think Seattle go, goes in there and just take take his move. I I don't um depending on 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 what their receiver situation looks like. Yeah, Gordon is back, but I don't I don't know if he if he started or not. Philip Dorsett may sit, but I still like I said, I still think offensively they have they have just enough to overcome this uh, Falcons offense. And I and I'm going to go with a cool 24 to 14 on this one. Uh, 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 Seattle takes this. We're going to go on to my second favorite game of the week, Dallas versus the L.A. Rams. Now, Ali, we had talked about Dallas and their defense and how uh, uh, they have grown um, over the last year, you know, adding to adding to their uh, uh, defensive front and also their secondary. But let's look at this Dallas defense. You're talking about uh, 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 a, a, a secondary that is that is on par with top-notch CBs across 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 the league, and a forefront that is almost damn near unheard of. You know, you're talking about Demarcus Lawrence, Dontari Poe. You're talking about Jalen Smith. You got Alden Smith up up in the, you know the forefront. You got Darian Thompson back there in the secondary, and Xavier Woods. What what do you think about this new and improved defensive Dallas team? First and foremost, you, you gas, you gassing the secondary. Um, they lost Byron Jones first of all. Um, you know, but I mean, they did make some additions to, of course, recoup for that. They they got Brandon Carr back. Um, they of course added Darian Thompson from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they bought Jordan Lewis in from the uh from the Eagles, even though he's not going to play. But um, I think Dallas is you know they 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 stack, you know, but I'm not really sure what I'm going to expect from them. Um, you know, I like the addition of Alden Smith and Everson Griffin. I think that's going to give them a little bit of juice on that deep, uh on that front line, but you know, to me, their secondary is is worrisome. I mean, I I don't know what to expect from their secondary. Like I don't know because they haven't been tested yet. But what I can tell you is they're going to have one hell of a test in week one against the Rams uh, because Cooper Cup is no joke. If he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be a very productive player. Uh, Robert Woods, I think, is also going to be a very productive player. Um, 
I just think that they're going to get tested against the Rams, and the Rams are going to come out on top in this one because of, of their, their speed on offense. Uh, you know, you, they let Brandon Cooks go, but that's because they believe in, in the, the, the young guy, Josh Reynolds. He has, he has great size. He has great speed. Um, and I think that their running backs, of course, are, are multi uh, you know, multi-skill, like they can catch out of the backfield. If Henderson, uh, plays, uh, their third round pick from last season, if he plays and he's healthy, he's another dual, dual threat type of running back who can catch out of the backfield and he can pound the rock. You got the same thing with Brown. So, uh, to me, I think that, uh, Dallas is definitely going to get tested. I'd like to see, you know, how their defense plays against a, a, a high octane offense like the like the Rams and especially opening that beautiful new stadium, SoFi Stadium. I just think that uh, the Rams are just going to have a lot to play for, man. And I think they're going to come out on top in this one. This is going to be one of my favorite games of the week because I really like the, uh, the Dallas uh, offense. I think uh, adding C.D. Lamb to that offense was a great move for them. Um, I, I think it gives Dak Prescott another weapon um, at his disposal. I think he's going to uh, help the running game even uh, more because he can block. Um, so, you know, if he's out there, you know, he's going to get you a couple of good blocks while, while Zeke is trying to make plays. Um, I like the Dallas offense. On the other side, though, Jalen Ramsey just got paid $105 million. You don't pay a cornerback $105 million if he can't shut the best receivers in the league down. He follows the best player all day long. That means he's going to be on Amari Cooper's ass the really? whole game. Okay, he's not okay. going to let him. He's not going to let him go. And as much of a... As so much I, of a so supreme, I, hold up, hold up. As uh, much of a supreme route runner that Amari Cooper is, he's gonna have his hands full with Jalen Ramsey. Okay, uh, are you are you forgetting one of the top five? C. D. Lamb. Uh, and what about Michael Gallup? I mean, I know, understand Michael Gallup is not the number one receiver in Dallas, but um, you're talking about tra uh, uh, traveling and getting you know one on one against the best receiver. Um, is that the most effective route for a secondary uh, 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 like like Los Angeles? Um, you know their running game. The man is, get pay, hold, the hold man on. gets paid one hundred and five million dollars. Yes, but he, he like you said he will be traveling across the field. He will be traveling across the, the field. Number one. That's that's absolutely okay. But how? Um, what I want to know is is their secondary going to be able to stop everything offensively? For, uh, uh, against this Dallas team. You're talking about just Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is not their only weapon. Amari Cooper is not the only problem when it comes to this Dallas secondary. Um, like, like we had talked before, uh, we were talking about the running game. Um, the, running game the running game in Dallas, you already know, Zeke, Zeke is going to be on there. But when it comes to this L.A. offense, you got Marlon Mack and you also got Cam Akers. Um, no, no Todd Gurley this year. Does Marlon Mack bounce back? Do they, Marlon Mack, excuse me, Malcolm Brown, um, can he be consistent? We've seen him show up in, 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 uh, in a series of games and, 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 try, and trying to do things big in the playoffs. He just hasn't been healthy. And now that he's now the number one back, does Cam Akers allow him to, 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 to be healthier in the third and fourth quarter when they really need him? Um, that's going to be the true test for L.A., uh, I don't see this LA team beating Dallas um, defensively. Their forefront, it it is on thirty four twenty one. You already know. You already 30, know. Four, and I'm glad you nah, said thirty four twenty one. And I'm LA. going opposite. 
3421 LA. We're going to see what's going to happen today. Show up. 3421 LA. Jared Goff about to cook them boys, man. I'm telling you, man, he's going to cook that secondary up. I just think, and I forgot, I forgot to mention Cam Akers. I think he's another element today. You know, run. You mentioned it a couple times last season. You know that running running back committee type of thing, man. It helps, and you know, and just like just like you mentioned with uh with Brown staying healthy, you know, with those other two guys, Henderson and Akers, spelling him. Does that keep him fresh? You know, especially down the road in the season. But I think that's just another element. They got three guys back then. That you got to worry about. It's not just Todd Gurley anymore. They got three guys back there that can Unproven. do different things Unproven. that can hurt your defense. Unproven. It doesn't I, matter. It doesn't matter. Just the element. Unproven. Just just Unproven. just knowing just knowing that they have that that element at their disposal is enough. You know, they got three different guys that you got to prepare for instead of just one. So they can switch it up any way they want. And to me, I think that's what gives that's what gives LA the, the edge because their secondary. Is uh, Dallas's secondary is just not proven. You want to talk about their unproven, un, un, their unproven running back committee? Dallas's secondary is unproven right now. Brandon Carr is coming back, but that doesn't mean anything. He's he's comfortable in the in the defense because he's familiar with it, but that doesn't mean he's going to perform in it. You got a guy like uh, Trayvon Diggs, who's your number one uh, your number one draft pick, and he's sitting there. Is he going to be the guy that's going to be covering the number one? Are you prepared to throw him out there on the island? So it, it it means that, you know, to me, it just, there's too much going against Dallas in this game. Like I said, I like their offense. I like some of the additions they've made on the defensive side of the football. I think it's going to take time for them to build that. But for now, I just think L.A. has all the right, upper all hand. All right, and with that, we're going to go on to my, this is my favorite game. This is my favorite game of all uh, out of all of our top, our five picks, this was my favorite game. Miami versus the Patriots. Uh, this right here, uh, on both sides, both teams got a lot to prove. You got a Miami team that, you know, last year, you know, was building momentum. Um, you know, they moved some things around. They drafted to a, they let go of, um, uh, of uh, Rose, Josh Rosen. And this... This Patriots team, no Tom Brady. Um, again, that, that in itself is big. No Tom Brady. Uh, we're seeing a completely new offense. We're talking about a revamped offense with the addition of Cam Newton. Cam Newton coming off uh, an unhealthy season. Um, uh, we're going to say he's fully recovered from, from his surgery. And he's come, coming in with the, mind, with the mindset of a uh, uh, brand, brand new team. Brand new money, brand new everything. We got a new coach that is the mastermind of all masterminds, and Bill Belichick. Uh, you got a run, you got a running game that that is that is damn near solidified with a backfield with experience with Sony Michelle and some of these other guys. What do you think about this game? Does Tua come out and show out, or does Cam come out and show out? Give me your input. Damn, so you think uh you think Fitz Magic not gonna make it the man, whole hold on, game? Hold on, man. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's right, not look, don't look, ever look. disrespect Fitz Magic because you already know look. he's gone to a multitude of teams and put up four hundred yards. You, you we're not we we're not giving that. We're not giving that. But but you you already calling for Tua. You already I am calling, calling for Tua. For Tua but I listen, am calling listen, for Tua. Listen, you listen, ain't drafting for nothing. Listen, you ain't drafting listen, for nothing. Listen. Listen. You didn't, but listen, 
Fitzmagic is the backup, and that's why they drafted. You know what they say? Look, look, look listen, listen, sorry, sorry, sorry. listen, listen. No, that's why they put starting. Him. But listen, 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 listen. Every fiber in my being is a Giants fan, and you know what they say: once a giant, always a giant. Bill Belichick, he was a giant. He is. After being a Giants fan, I'm a Bill Belichick fan. And let me tell everybody right now, Bill Belichick about to put y'all on notice. Y'all thought it was Tom Brady? Bill Belichick about to put y'all on notice. I'm telling you right now that Cam Newton is going to come out and throw for 420 yards today. He's going to rush for another 80. He's going to have four total touchdowns. That's that's what I'm telling you right now is going to happen because Cam Newton is going to be unleashed in ways we've never knew he could be unleashed before. That's because Bill Belichick is the mastermind of all masterminds. Um, I like I like Miami. I think they're a pretty good team. Um, they've done a lot of things in this offseason um, that have helped them improve. And like you said, at the tail, you know, at the beginning of last year, everybody thought that they were going to go 0-16. And they turned that all around because, you know, they, they changed some things in. The players bought into uh, to Flores' uh, coaching style and, and, and just overall what he wants, you know, for them to be as a team. And he gave them an identity. And I think they're going to be very much improved. They they spent big money this past offseason to get guys in like Byron Jones, uh, a guy from the Patriots. Um, they've done things on offense to get them Jordan Howard. Um, they've added, uh, you know, uh, not added, but Preston Williams is going to come back healthy this year after tearing his ACL from last year. So they're a much improved team. But let me tell you guys right now, man, Tom, uh, Tom Brady has always been the face of New England, but that's going to change today. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, Bill Belichick has a game plan that's going to unleash Cam Newton, and those guys are going to ball out. I think Nikhil Harry, who was very quiet last season, is going to break out this year. I think the system that they're going to build around Tom Brady is going to fit them, fit him a little bit better. Um, they still have Edelman out there. Um, I think they're just going to be a very much improved team with, with, with Cam Newton back there instead of Tom Brady. And I think they're just going to dominate. I think this is going to be a 41-17 to 17 ooh, win ooh, you go for the Patriots. High. I, didn't even, I, I, didn't, I didn't even go that, that high. I went 32-14. But I do think that the Pats put a whoop-ass on, on, on Miami. And I even with the, question, the questionability of Nikhil Harry on this game, I still think that uh, you know, guys like Jacoby Myers and Matthew Slater still step up into into the role and perform big in this game. Cam is going to get everybody in the action, and now, I this this Patriots offense is going to have something that they've never had in almost what what how long twenty uh, Tom Brady been there twenty years a running quarterback a running quarterback even with even 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 when he took over for uh, a Bledsoe like. They, they've never had a running quarterback in so long, and for them to finally have this attainable piece uh, is, I think, Bill Belichick is going to run wild with it, his, and it's going to be an absolute game. But let's go on to the next game, because we're going to talk about the team that you know I hate talking about, because you always like, cheesehead, 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 Minnesota and Green Bay, and I'm going I'm to lay it out right now. I'ma lay it out right go, now. Pack, go. I'ma lay it go, out pack, right go. now. Go pack go. Green Bay Packers gonna win this. <clears throat> and yes, I said it. The Green Bay Packers gonna win this because there's two things that are gonna happen in this game. One, 
Jones is going to come out here and run up and down like nobody's business. And I can see it happen. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I hate saying this, but Aaron Rodgers is coming out here gunslinging. And I say he's putting up five touchdowns. Him and Devontae Adams is going to be meeting in the end zone like the party was overdue. Um, Aaron Rodgers is on a mission. Uh, last year, they went, they, 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 went to the, uh, they went to the playoffs. They didn't get it done. And you can see the frustration on Aaron Rodgers' face. They put some new pieces around him, and they also drafted a quarterback, which I think with Jordan Love sitting there is going to light another fire under Aaron Rodgers. Under Aaron Rodgers, because you don't draft another quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers if if, if you don't think that that um, he's still capable. And for them to even have that notion, I think it put Aaron Rodgers on a notice uh, that didn't even need to be. It just I think it's going to awaken a beast, and they're going to regret that using that pick, um, Jordan Love. But that's just me. I think, you know, that the Green Bay Packers have more than enough to take over uh, uh, this game. Dalvin Cook is, is, is just signed a huge contract. Uh, he, he's healthy. He's going to be playing. That's something that we're going to have to watch. Um, but I, that defensive front in Green Bay, you've said it multiple times, multiple times, is nothing, nothing to mess with. Um but we're gonna have we're gonna have to come uh, wait and see. I, I got I got Green Bay coming out on this one, uh, twenty twenty eight to uh, twelve. Go pack go. Go pack go. That's all I gotta say. And with that, let's move on to the next game because it is one of the games that everyone's been talking about. Um, it's not my biggest game of the week, but it is one of the games of the week. We talking about New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Um, we have two of the highest rated quarterbacks in the history of the league ever going head to head in the same conference, same division. Come on. We talking about Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, the great versus the great. And we're going to get this two times, times a year. year. At least for the next two, at least for the next two years, we about yes, to get this two yes. times. Yes, Ali, tell me what, tell me your input, because I already, I already know this is gonna be a live game. Um, um, well, well, you know, I'm gonna expand on this one since I ain't expand too much on the last one because I will a little bit later. But uh, I'll, I'll just start with the basics. The uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are loaded. Um, even though they might not have Mike Evans play. Um, they're still loaded um, on offense. They got Gronk and Godwin that you got to worry about. And then you throw in O.J. Howard, who could be another nice security blanket uh, for um, for Tom Brady. Bruce Arians is a mastermind, man. He, he's, he's one wait, of the wait, great wait, offensive wait, wait, minds wait, wait, wait. We're not going to talk ever. about Byron? And we're not going to talk about Byron? We're not going to talk about Relax, relax. So, Byron Leftwich is a good offensive coordinator, okay. but let's okay. let's not forget let's not forget where he wait, learned. Wait, let's wait, not, for, wait, let's not forget where he learned that from. He learned that exactly. he learned that from Bruce exactly. Arians because he's all right. So so relax, so relax. So, so just so Bruce Arians, like I was saying, he's he's a very good offensive mind, and and to me, he's gonna help. He's gonna help this team put Tom Brady in good situations. Um, and you know the offensive line. Um, that Tom Brady's playing behind is much improved than the offensive line that he was playing in New England last year. So he's going to have more time back there, and ha and, and he's going to be a little bit more comfortable um, throwing the football. Uh, but to me, it all boils down to the running game for Tampa Bay. Um, they just added Leonard Fournette. 
They got uh, Sean McCoy. They got Ronald Jones. They got Peyton Barber. They got they got a stable back there of running backs. Um, to me, it's just who comes out on top. Who's the who's the better back in the rotation uh, on a week to week basis? I don't think they have a one really good starter right now. Um, we really have to see what Leonard Fournette is like behind a good offensive line because he hasn't had one in Jacksonville outside of his rookie year. Um, so to me, that's going to be interesting. But on the other side of the football, um, two back to back seasons, uh, the Saints have fallen in the playoffs to terrible, terrible mm. calls. Um, is this the year that they finally bounce back and mm. get over the hump? Um, we're going to have to see. Um, there was a little dispute a couple weeks ago about Kamara's deal. They got him his extension, $75 million for four years. So he's going to be happy. Um, I think Drew Brees and the Saints come out on top because I'm not sold on the Tampa Bay secondary. Um, I think they don't have... Murphy Bunting was pretty good last year as a rookie. Um, he's going to, of course, be the number one guy and have to draw the matchup of Michael Thomas. But he's a different dog. So, to me, it's going to be interesting to see how that matchup goes between the two. I think that's going to be the deciding factor of the game. I think uh, the secondary for the Saints is a little bit uh, more beefed up uh, than the than the, uh, the Tampa Bay secondary. I think they got better guys. They got better talent. They added Malcolm Jenkins back from the Eagles. So, I think he gives them a veteran pre presence that they were lacking. Um, uh, back there in the secondary, along with another full season of Janoris Jenkins, who, after being picked mm -hmm. up from the Giants last year, played very, very well. He ended up starting. So, you know, you add Jenkins, you add uh, both Jenkins, and uh, Janoris mm -hmm. and Malcolm, and then, of course, you add them to, to uh, Lattimore, Marshawn who's, of course, Lattimore. played That's well, you know, over the last two seasons. Yeah, I, I, so, you know, you add those guys um, versus what what – will be remaining of of the Tampa Bay offense without uh without Mike Evans. I just think it, the matchup is more favorable to the Saints okay, in okay, this one. Okay. Um and you know, you and, and you know the the Saints uh the the Tampa Bay secondary they also got to worry about now Emmanuel Sanders. Don't forget that uh Kamara is a dual threat running back. He can come out of the uh uh out of the slot. He can come out of the backfield. So you know, this too many different things that Tampa Bay defensively has okay, to worry okay, okay. about. So let, let, let's put it like this. I'm more worried about Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensively, like you said. Um, and with the Saints, uh, I'm not worried about anything offensively or defensively. But when I look at the – you look how deep some of the positions are in Tampa um, – the 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 running back position the running back position itself between Jones McCoy and Fournette you're talking about a plethora of options to keep healthy during the season uh you know Fournette uh, uh not starting that gives him the opportunity to you know be put in positions to be more effective not just a racehorse because as we've seen over over the length of his career um he he's not lasted a whole, the whole season uh, at, at times um and I think that could put him in a very a great a great position to to be more effective in certain circumstances but the tight end position the tight end position for Tampa Bay is very lucrative and I think they're going to use that to the T you have uh you got Gronk you got OJ and you got Cameron Bray uh you got three of three three tight ends and two and two of them are prob probably well one of them definitely is a hall of famer and two of them are pos are on their way to the hall of fame um 
So when it comes when it comes to this offense, I don't think that the sec the the, the secondary uh, of the Saints is gonna have an easy day. It ain't definitely gonna be easy. But you know what's gonna help them the most is that forefront in uh, 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 New Orleans. Cameron Cam, uh, Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan is going to be the key for this Saint defense because if he he's the one that's gonna have to really put pressure on Tom Brady to try and release the ball and, and get things out there. Because at the end of the day, when I look at the, the, this uh, Tampa Bay offense, I do see um, uh, some areas where they, they're going to need to improve, um, especially with Tommy. Tom, Tom Brady can only do so much with, with time. Father Tom is ticking. We, we still have yet to see how the arm is going to be. He's undefeated. It, you're right. No, no, we're, we're, we're not even defeated. talking about that. But we still have yet to see how it how it is going to move forward with this new offense, um, the timing situation. Uh, um, so you know, we, we knew how it dealt in New England. We knew how that was and how atrocious it was. How atrocious it was. But I want to see how the ball comes out with this new offense. And with this, I'm I'm going against the odds. I got Tampa Bay winning this. Um, I see Tampa Bay coming out on top. It's definitely going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be like a 45-42 game. It's going to go down to the wire. I feel it. I can feel it. 45-42, and I got... I got you did yeah. all that Saints. You did all that Saints gloating. All the Saints gloating. All, to say that they all the Saints gloating. But I still have faith in Tom Brady. What? I still got faith in Tom Brady. And like you said, Bruce Arians in this offense. Uh, and even... Wait. we we, we That's one thing we, even, we barely even touched about was this... Tampa Bay defense. We barely even touched about it. We barely even talked about it. We talked about the Dominic Sue, Jason, JPP, Shaquille Barrett. Ass. Whoa, Shaquille Shaquille Barrett ass. is ass. You was not talking about him ass. last season about the best four, one he... of the best guy, best guys out there. Hold up, you gonna take that back? The defense is gonna okay. be ass. But Shaquille Barrett, you wasn't talking about him. He uh, was good last Kaden, year. He that's had what I'm talking and about. Half sacks. Of course, you're gonna talk course. about him. He has 19 and a half sacks. Of course, you're going to talk about him. You can't not, not talk about somebody who has My 19 point and exactly, a half but sacks. You, but, but he's be, you think he's going to do that again? You think? Do you think he had, mm -hmm. I think for maybe the first couple of weeks, he had eight of those 19 and a half in the first two weeks. So, I mean, think about that. It means he averaged just about one sack the rest of the year. So, do you think he's really going to do 19 and a half again? No. That's why they franchise tagged him because they don't believe in him. They would have extended him already if they thought he could do oh. that again. Show me what you can do again. So, Show me what so you can do again. The, the, JPP the was hurt. JPP so, was hurt last year. Hold on a second. JP, the franchise tag. Jason Pierre-Paul was hurt last okay. year. Jason Pierre-Paul mm -hmm. was hurt last year. So if he comes back, do you think he's going to give you another 10 or 12 sacks like he did two years ago? I don't think so. He might give you six or seven because he was hurt last year and he's getting older. He's He doesn't have the same burst and speed that he did. I'm not doubting his talent. I just know that he doesn't have the same burst and speed that he, he had a couple years ago. He's had countless knee surgeries. He's just not going to be that. They did not do much to address their defense in the offseason. Their, their secondary, they didn't do much to address that. So, no, I don't think their defense is going to do anything like it did last year. They have a chance maybe to, to pick some people up. They didn't even try to get Jadavian Clowney. That's who's, who they should have went after. They didn't even try to get Everson Griffin. Well, you're, That's you're, who they should have went talking, after. You're, you're talking about but they didn't do anything like that. People who haven't, who haven't been healthy, right? 
And why 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 would they take a chance on Jadavian Clowney? He's only he's really had you know a few great seasons, but a lot a lot of them Jadavian, have played Jadavian by Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney has been hurt, but he still ball out mm-hmm. every time he plays. He plays through injury. You saw last year in the playoffs with the Seahawks, he was playing through injury, so he got heart. Everybody I know he's going to play. I know he's going to do his thing. They need, you could have tried to trade for Yannick Ngakwe. Y'all let him go to the Vikings. They weren't serious about defense. They just kept worrying about offense. So I don't believe in their defense. I think their defense is going to be ass. Okay, and that, that's something that, we, that we, you know, is yet to be seen. Uh, and we're going to have to check that out later today uh, uh, with these uh, our top five games. But, Ali, we, we've got a new segment to the show that we want to introduce, right? Um, our top fantasy picks for the week where we here at Cover Season – pick our, 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 our QB, a running back, a receiver, and a defense that we think are going to outperform uh, all the others this week. Ali, um, give, give, give me your input. Who are your top picks for the week? Um, To start with quarterback, this was tough because I had to think of who I was going to choose. And initially, I had, I was going to go with Lamar Jackson because, you know, I think they're going to they tear the Browns up today. I'm telling you, but but I had to stick with my gut, and my gut is Cam Newton at quarterback. I think Cam Newton's gonna have a hell of a day today against the uh, the Dolphins. I think, like I said earlier in the show, I think he's gonna be unleashed, um, and I just think he's gonna dominate. I think he's gonna be one of the best fantasy performers at quarterback today. I think that if you have Cam Newton, you must start him because he's gonna ball out today. Um, for my receiver tight end. I chose Devontae Adams. And I'm going to tell you why I chose Devontae Adams. Every single fantasy draft that I had this season, Aaron Rodgers was late in the draft. I mean, people were picking Aaron Rodgers like in the six and seven and eight rounds. I mean, the disrespect. The disrespect to think that my man, Aaron Rodgers, is not going to ball out this year. But let me tell you. I didn't choose him today because I, I I wanted to go with Cam Newton because Cam Newton, I just think he has a very favorable matchup. But let me tell y'all, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are going to connect like crazy today. I think Devontae Adams is going to go off. I think he's going to have seven receptions. I think he's going to have around 130, 140 yards receiving. I think he's going to see the end zone at least, at least a couple of times. So I'm giving him at minimum two touchdowns today. And I think he just has a favorable matchup against a, a, a young and inexperienced Minnesota uh, secondary. I think uh, Cameron Dantzler is going to pick up the attention of, of Devontae Adams. And, and the, the assassin that Aaron Rodgers is, he's going to pick that secondary apart. And I think that uh, with the added bonus of having a strong running game with Aaron Jones, uh I think that Devontae Adams is, is just going to perform well, and he's going to be the receiver of the day. Um, and then, of course, that running back, my guy, Saquon Barkley, number 26, the young stud in the backfield for the New York football giants, okay? Let me tell you about Saquon Barkley. He's on a mission. He's on a mission because everyone disrespected him. Okay, um, everyone told Saquon Barkley that, hey, you're not better than Christian McCaffrey. You're the second pick in fantasy. Okay, you're not worth being that first pick. But let me tell you, Saquon Barkley is going to answer that phone call today. And I think he's going to dominate. Um, I think he's going to uh, he's going to perform pretty good. He's going to rush for at minimum 
150 yards against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and I think uh, he's going to uh, just, you know, have at least two touchdowns. He's going to help Daniel Jones in that offense out a lot. And then, of course, for defense. Uh, for defense, I'm going to, of course, go with Old Reliable. And that's going to be Buffalo. Buffalo has a very favorable matchup against uh, the Jets. Um, Tredavious White. Uh, the second highest paid cornerback in football now after receiving that $70 million extension. I think he's going to shut down whoever the Jets think might be their uh, number one receiver. That's because they don't know who their number one receiver is because they don't have a number one receiver. So whoever that chooses to be the number one receiver uh, today is going to get their ass strapped. With a seatbelt, because Shadavius White is not having it. I think that forefront with Ed Oliver and those guys are just very dominant. And I think uh, Buffalo is the defense to choose for fantasy today. You know what? Um, I, I had to agree with you on some points, but there's a, there's a, uh, everything else, um, it, it definitely not. QB, for um, I also picked uh, Cam Newton. Um, there were a plethora of QBs out there, but I am most excited to see Cam um, and I think that w w in the offense that he's currently in, he, he is going to succeed tremendously today. Um, going against a Miami defense that, you know, is still trying to prove themselves uh, w w with the leadership of Belichick behind him and, and, and that not the knowledge behind the Patriots staff. I think that Cam Newton is has the most upside uh, uh, and the most uh, room to improve and succeed to uh, this Sunday, um, receiver, 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 receiver. Um, I got a rookie. I got C.D. Lamb. I got C.D. Lamb. I got C.D. Lamb. I am excited to see him in this explosive offense. I could. I am predicting that C.D. Lamb go, goes for about six or seven receptions, a hundred, a hundred plus yards, and two TDs. Um, I cannot wait to see this Dallas offense. I'm a Giants fan, but I cannot wait to see what we are going against. And that's why I'm excited for the Dallas versus L.A. Rams game. Because the Dallas offense, everybody talks about, oh, can they keep up? Let's not forget, Dak Prescott was putting up 300 yards for almost four games straight. We are not talking about an inexperienced quarterback right here. Yes, you know, people have been talking about when he's going to get paid. That's something between him and Jerry Jones. But I, he's still the veteran leader on this team. He still knows how to make those crucial throws and know how to win games. And I think that with the addition of CeeDee Lamb, that's only going to boast their offense. You know, you were dealing with a one-sided um, one uh, uh, receiver, uh, uh with, uh, you know, Amari Cooper, he's, he was your number one guy. Yes, Gallup was, you know, the number two, but everybody's looking at Amari. When they, when they come for the double team, they're looking for Amari. Now you have CeeDee Lamb on the other side. Okay, how can we perform this double team and still be effective? And I think he's going to be the key for this offense to be able to explode. Zeke is still going to do his thing, but CeeDee Lamb is going to have a great week, and I picked him as my, my receiver for the week. Running back. You pick Saquon. You said you had to go with your gut. I had to go with my gut. The racehorse, the racehorse hasn't lost for us yet, and I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. And I'm not even going to say much about much about that because we already know where Christian McCaffrey is, is going. The receiving, running, 200 yards, probably both. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a 400 yard game. Um, that's just that. That's just me boasting. That's just me boasting. But we already, you already know what we're talking about. His his dual ability. Hey, hey I mean, no dis no disrespect, no disrespect, man. Hey, 
He's he's the yeah, offense. He is he's the, the offense. offense. He's so the whole he, offense. He could go for four. He might well play yards. defense I mean, too. He's Come the on, offense. So it's, it's Christian McCaffrey's the whole team. My eye, but, he's the whole team. But yeah, I, I I definitely agree with that. He he's definitely that. But who's your defense? My defense, man? and again, I had I had to go with my my gut feeling on this. Um, I went with Dallas. You went with Buffalo because of their consistency with that throughout the years. But I had to go with Dallas with uh, you know some of the additions that they made on defense, and and I'm excited to see them play. Um, their defense on paper looks looks great. The secondary needs improvement, of course, like you said, Byron Jones had, had left, but I still think that they're still going to be able to compete defensively and be able to show the whole league and put the whole NFC on notice. Dallas is not going to be the team that's going to lay down this year, especially on, on defense. Uh, they didn't, you know, pick up all these all these guys and, and pay all these guys. Uh, uh, to 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 not be able to stand out, um, and and with that, that's all my that's all that's all our picks, um, ladies and gentlemen. You already know what time it is. Um, it's it's been a pleasure. Yes, uh, sir. Thank you for tuning in. All right, man. So uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. You already know. Do what you do. We will get back to y'all.